welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Schnozcast. I am your temporary host tonight, Nick, along with my good buddies, Todd and Corey. Bob is out on secret mission out of state tonight. We got a few things for you guys tonight. We're uh, live for the first time in quite some time. We're really excited about that. We had a lot of uh, tech issues and internet issues. It's been a long time since we've been live. Oh, it's been a long time. And if you guys only knew the behind the scenes. If it's the first time you're listening to the Schnozcast, make sure to navigate over to any of your favorite social media platforms. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all at Schnozcast. You can email us at Schnozcast, S-C-H-N. N-O-Z-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Right at the bottom of the screen there, Nick. Right there. Yeah, that looks Look great. That. Look how... Uh, Except for us. Great that looks. <laughs> or you can uh, call, text, or send in your thoughts or queries or leave us a voicemail at 618-S-H-O-C-K-E-R. 618-Shocker. Shocker. The Shocker line. Always open. Gentlemen, how are you, Todd? Yeah, What's boy. going on, buddy? I am super califragilistic, expialidocious. Yeah, were you? Uh, were you this? Indeed, man. Were you this super about an hour ago? I was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two shots and three beers later, I am doing great. Damn! I wish I would have been doing that. I'm not gonna lie. I half suspected to come back, and you'd be like, "Hey guys!" I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Who me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, because that's what I do. I just sit and drink by myself. No, I just figured it's it's a night that we were supposed to do that, and due to my stupidity, I left some adapters at home, had to run all the way back and get them. Yeah. So I figured you might enjoy yourself a little bit while I was out getting the adapters. I probably should have. You know what? Uh, you know what the excuses are like, TT. Don't you? <laughs> well, and what's up, Kevin? Sometimes, yes, Kevin. I, I sorry, I put that up on the screen a while ago, and we did not acknowledge it. Um, there's a, yeah, I, I know that saying, I, it's something about, it makes everyone feel soft and fuzzy, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Soft and fuzzy. <laughs> that's the one I was, that was, that's, that's the one I was thinking of. That's the, that's the, that's the saying how I know. Exactly. It's, exactly. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I know they all stink. Yeah. <laughs> like stink like roses. Soft, fuzzy and stinky. Oh God. That's wonderful. So, yeah, we have a good show for you guys tonight. Um, we're doing our first live after quite some time. Uh, we got some questions. We got some airing of grievances. Um, we grievances. Have, yeah, we have uh, some sports, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be enough time. I don't know. 90-second sports <laughs> that we just kind of have to gauge by our watches. Um, Corey, we have any TikToks for tonight? Or? <laughs> That's asking, is that asking too much? Is that asking too much? Don't I, if it's, if it's good. <laughs> Let me see if I have one saved on the computer. I'd I, use my phone tonight. I thought that was actually playing. <laughs> no, if it's, yeah, if it's gonna if it's gonna cause you to to have to start navigating. No, I, I, I got a couple here that we can we can go through. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Are they gonna suck? According to you, Todd, they always suck. So I don't really care what you think anymore. You've had one good one, I think. <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. I'm so glad you're part of the show too. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think there were a couple that made me chuckle. 
Anyhow. You guys don't understand humor. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> Todd, I heard you have some uh, some recent travel grievances. Is that true? I do. All right, buddy. Are you going to cue me up or are we can? It's just a, shoes. There. We, we need that again. We need it again? Yeah, well, Use kids in your complicated <laughs> shoes. There we go. All right. That is the official sound of yes. Todd's airing of grievances, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I don't know where this you cough is coming from either. Yeah, go ahead, Todd. Yeah, just cough right into the mic. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I've been on the road for the last couple of weeks, and I got I got I, I have to get back to the travel grievances. First and foremost, if you're on the window and you have a small bladder, don't get drink service every time someone walks by. It is a pain in the butt to have to get up 97 times because you keep ordering a vodka tonic and water. <laughs> yeah, but and every 15 minutes you have to go to the bathroom. Todd, 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 hang on, buddy. Please. Hang on. I, yes. I want to cut in here on your grievances real quick because I, I think I may have a point that you haven't thought of yet. Uh, some people may have small bladders, but those small bladders might also give people anxiety and flying might give people anxiety. Therefore, a drink might be the only thing to help them out through that entire trip. Yeah. It's a, it's a lose-lose for them. I know that sucks. So wait a minute, Corey. I have the answer. Take a fucking train. Don't fucking drink a bunch what? of water and drinks and then get up 97 <laughs> times during the flight across the country. Well, I mean, that's that's asking a lot out of, out of someone hey, that's looking John to go. John Madden. John Madden took a bus all around the country because he had anxiety about flying. There's other ways to get around, Corey. Don't make me get up 97 times because you keep ordering drinks. Well, when we all have Madden money, I will take Todd. I promise you, I will take a bus everywhere. It had to be a powerful engine. To be uh, Madden money. Tell you what, Corey. It's, I think it's like 29 bucks from Detroit to Seattle. Like yeah, so I can have <laughs> wow. fucking Jeff behind me pissing all over the seat. Some fucking hey, crack hey, whore in hey, front of me. Yeah, that's what anxiety. I want. I'll have I'll have more anxiety. No anxiety. I'll have more anxiety on that bus than I would on a plane. Can can we stop? I've been pulling the cord. Can we stop? <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> Actually, that's my. I'm going to switch over to my next travel grievance, and this is a grievance about, and this is going to sound really bad about people who have have it a little bit too good yeah so this last my last trip on the way back home uh and actually on my way out to boston i realized that the new some of the new 737s have one row towards the center of the plane on the window side that doesn't have a window it's just a it's just a blank there they, they decided not to put a window there uh but you when you pick your seat of course you're picking against the wall there and literally for the first i never thought i'd see this but a man said Excuse he before the plane was even fully boarded, he dinged to get a, a flight attendant to come over. Where he then said, uh, Excuse me, I, I paid for a window seat, and as you can clearly see, there isn't a window. <laughs> and, and yeah. I'd like to be reseated. And I'm like, You have got to be shitting me. I'm like, They should throw his ass off the plane. That is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. But the one good thing is that dopey motherfucker went about 18 rows back to get on a window. And then I was in a, on, an, on an aisle that was fully full. And mm -hmm. they're like, hey, Mr. Dillon, would you like to take that windowless window seat and not have anyone next to you? And I'm like, hell to the yeah. So it worked out. But that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Bitching because there's not a window to look out. And not for nothing. Not for nothing. About six inches 
behind the seat in front of me was the window to the person in front of me. So literally, if you had, if you again, for Corey's anxiety, folks, if you had to see the outside, it was like six inches away. <laughs> so anyway, that was the greatest bit of dumbassery ever. And both of those two people should never fly again. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, Todd. So... I'm just surprised. Do you think there? Do you think there are other people out there with travel grievances um, because of all the times you take off your shoes on the plane? I remember you said mm-hmm. you. I remember you said you're a big. No, 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 no. I don't like people taking off their shoes, dude. I don't like feet. Or the freaking even the freaking opportunity of odor around feet in my vicinity. So if people leave your fucking shoes on. Leave your boots on. I don't want to see any toes. Flip-flops are okay, though, right? Keep your shit on. Whatever you want. No. All right. No. Flip-flops are good. We got that on the record. Flip-flops are perfect. Continue Flip-flops on. Titties. How, titties. How about how about an attractive, an attractive woman with open-toed <laughs> shoes? No, thank you. <laughs> no. All right. Not you. Okay. Let me. Not a feet guy. Not a feet guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not either, but. I mean, I, I, mean you know, I, know, I know that most people have them, and I get it, but ugh, feet. Ugh. <laughs> what, what is, so what have feet done to you, Todd? Uh, smell. <laughs> Why are they that close to your nose that you can smell someone's feet? I was, I was going to say, sometimes I've smelled them, and they haven't been anywhere near my nose. They've been across the Dude, room. That's Todd, I hate feet. I, I feel like there is an underlying issue here, Todd. And you tried something weird back in college with a girl one day, and it got to a little foot. It got to a little foot action. No, and something and something went disastrously, and you now do not like feet. No, never like feet. Just don't like them. Was that disastrously wrong, or (laughs) or did it just go disastrously? No disasters. No disasters. I don't know. I feel like you're lying, Des, buddy. It's all right. We'll get to the bottom of it one day. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, tonight's Schnozcast episode is brought to you by Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Ignite the night. That's good. That's one way to really get ahead in the podcast game. <laughs> Just start picking your own sponsors. <laughs> no, they really, we, we've been communicating back and forth. Um, Todd, if you have we'll a shot, stay on. <laughs> if, if you're sitting at home, if you're listening to us for the first time, uh, go ahead and pour yourself a shot, a libation, Maybe coffee. Maybe you're at work. Maybe uh, maybe you're shaking your fist at the institution, and your boss is breathing down your neck with a stack of papers. That's okay because the Schnauzcast got your back. Just think, we're drinking right now. What are you doing? Well, I think someone just quit their job. Drinking a shot of coffee. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. Put a little. Uh, make make your coffee a little Irish. But uh, pour yourself something, and uh, you can pause us. And we're back, oh. and do a Ooh. shot with us. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Salute. You know how you can tell Bob's not here? What's that? You didn't ask what I was drinking. Yeah, I don't care. I was just saying, because I think Bob's the only one that cares, Dad. <laughs> and, I, and I really I really just, I, I don't even think, Bob doesn't, it's, so it used to be like that we wanted to share like what's going on. Like people can't really see what it is. A lot, a lot of times we would have our stuff in Yetis or um, in like the, the brewmates or something like that. So you can't really see what we're drinking. And as you know, aficionados of, of alcohol or any kind of libation where 
I, I would appreciate if I was listening to a show like, hey, what what are you what do you got tonight? Maybe it's something that I need to buy. And uh, yeah, that, Falcons, that, Texas bourbon. Yeah, That's what I'm drinking tonight. Well, hold on. Thank you, you for be, Yeah, I'll ask in a minute. Um, <laughs> we got to get through this first, Todd. <laughs> but but with Bob, here's the downside of Bob not being here. Yeah, but with Bob, it always turns into it. It has now it is now bottlenecked into what is Todd drinking. Like he's like, ah, I see you assholes every week. I don't even know. Well, I mean, Todd, what are you drinking tonight? In, in all fairness, Todd's usually the only one that does have anything somewhat different, whether it be the beer or the shot. We're, no, we're, that peach. Bob, Bob drinks something different. Eh, uh, not as much as Todd does, though. Yeah, you got to connect to something else, buddy. I don't know what's going on with that. Your upload speeds, man. I'd call AT&T. No, it's not me this time. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Todd, what are Is you drinking? Me? What are you drinking tonight, buddy? I am drinking a little Balcones Texas bourbon. Really, really good stuff. Highly recommend it. Uh, that is my shot. And... For my beer, I'm having still the Bodhisattva the, LPA. The who? Excuse you? Bodhisattva. That just sounds disgusting. Oh, it's amazing, brother. So what, what kind of is an IPA? As Bodhi, Todd reaches into it's the an cool, IPA. Todd reaches into the cooler of wonder. <laughs> Todd, Todd. Bodhisattva. Do you, do you ever change yes, the ice sir. in there? Is that the same ice you've always had in there all these episodes? Every episode, man. It's not even ice. It's just a bunch Those of Yeti Legos. Work awesome. Just a bunch of Legos that he puts his beers into. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like it. He's like, hold on one second. <laughs> it sounds like I have a huge cooler full of ice that I really get prepared every podcast. It's just Legos. <laughs> the next Indeed. question being is why? Why does Todd have that amount of Legos? Uh, he's got money. If he wants to buy, I'm not going to lie. I'd be. I'd be quite. I'd be, I'd be quite jealous. He actually started a project a few years ago where he was going to brick by brick uh, build a chicken coop out of Legos. He decided to pay someone to come out and and, and do a normal chicken coop. He's so he had he had all this uh, excess all these excess Legos lying around. So he thought he'd use it for something productive. So that's what he's been using it for. All right, makes sense. Uh, hang on. Now yeah, now yeah, buddy. Yeah, let's. You know what we should do? We should hang on while we're on a podcast. <laughs> I saw what you were gonna do. <laughs> Could you cough some more tonight? I do. I don't know what's going on. I have like a. I think I'm getting a a bit of a. Uh, please don't chest infection. Oh, good chest <laughs> infection. Yeah, the heart rate. The heart rate. So so Corey, Corey made us late tonight. We were attempting to go live at ten o'clock. He got all the way to my house, lives thirty odd minutes away, and uh, said some expletives um, very loudly, and uh, told me that he forgot the adapters that we've told him in the past maybe he should leave his equipment here nope i need it it's always with me i I, everything has its place everything has its place i don't know why you're making that noise but (laughs) he's stroking out yeah so buy two buy two yeah they're like seven and a half dollars okay no most apple adapters are not cheap so I do. There are th- certain things that I do have two of that I leave here. There are certain other things that are quite expensive that I haven't yet had the extra Todd money to buy an extra adapter. So there are certain things I still have to take home with me because I'm a poor son of a bitch. That that little thing right there is like seven bucks. That little these the, that yeah yeah They're no cheap. It's, no it's not. This is oh se- did you have to buy the Apple one or something? If you want all this to work correctly, yes. <laughs> 
Bob doesn't. Okay. Bob has an Apple one. All right. Okay. I get, right. dude, I, hand to God, I guarantee he does. Okay. And I, I, and the reason why I do have that is because after doing all the research on the different ones you can get. Yeah. That if, if something does happen to your computer, Apple will not cover it if it's not an Apple product that you had attached to it. How do they know that? I don't fucking know. Pop it off before you bring it into the Apple but, store. But they're exactly. all, they, they also said that exactly. long use of the other $7 ones. Well, hold on here. Hold use. on. Whoa, 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 buddy. Hey, uh, Mr. Selesky, I see there's Kills some, the some adapter. Le- lesser quality exactly. gold flex on the inside exactly. of this import uh, cable here, this this port where we put it right in. Have you been using uh, some off-brand products? You, when you have a MacBook and you can buy your adapters, you, you get the $7 ones. That's fine. I had a MacBook. My, my computer, I'm going to use the Apple ones. Okay. Dude, I plug <laughs> anything into my, my Apple computers, and the shit works. Eh, does it, though? That, uh... All right. How's that, how's that jerkmate working? Is it still charged right from the computer? <laughs> the jerkmate? He's like, I got it on right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Exactly. That's why I can't concentrate. <laughs> This is amazing. I can only imagine. I can only imagine from a man that has like uh, blow dryers for your ass and uh, heated toilet seats uh, and warm water spraying you and clean, cleansing you that you have some sort of sexual device somewhere. Todd, speaking of which, have you seen the, the commercial for that new uh, gorgeous? We're gonna breeze right past this <laughs> before I forget. <laughs> The new, com- <laughs> the new commercial that's been out for the Kohler, uh, that new toilet they came out with, the smart toilet. Yeah, yeah. Have you looked into that yet? I got. I already. Ha- I already have their 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 benchmark. No, I'm, dude. Why am I switching? Yeah, oh, because this is their new it's benchmark. It's like buying a new driver every time Taylor made makes a driver. Which I which dude, something tells something tells me you do, Todd. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Point proven. So when are you getting the new toilet? <laughs> I know you've looked it up. I know you have. I I, I have no plans of buying a new. Uh huh. Good to go. Uh huh. I I give I'm it good to Nick. Go. Put yeah. it on record. Like, I give. Like it. I said, I'm telling you. I'm I'm so similar. It's funny you say that to Corey because I do I do buy the new driver. <laughs> I know you do. You know what? I'm st- I'm still playing my FT9. I'm still playing that driver because. But you have all the other ones. Me so perfectly. <laughs> okay, are we, hold on. Are, are we are we on golf now? I mean, in in a, in a, in a sense, <laughs> exactly. We kind of exactly in a sense. In I guess bit, yes. We, I'm, I'm, a- I'm thinking about uh, ass cheek warming toilets, and I just heard about a driver. <laughs> Todd tried to sneak that one past it. It didn't work. Uh huh. Yes. Dude, but Nick, have you seen that the commercial I'm referring to uh, for the Kohler new smart toilet? No. It's like I, for some reason, like all the streaming services are playing it right now. Yeah, I see it probably fifteen times a night because you but just watch movies all the time, basically, or yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Um, yes. yes. I'm not gonna lie. I hate commercials, mm-hmm. but this is one commercial that I was like, "Hmm, I think I need to see how much that toilet is." Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you're, exactly. You're probably gonna have hey, to find it. It's. You're gonna have to find it and show it to us. What do you mean? I have to find it. The commercial. The video, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen it. So what, is, what yeah. does it do? Just uh, break it down to us. I mean, well, basically everything Todd's toilet already does. And it doesn't like it doesn't give you like an overall, oh, this is what the toilet does in the commercial. 
just the simplicity of the commercial and how it's laid out, right. you're like, hmm, yeah, I need to look into this. Uh, the toilet's obviously way too much to ever buy. Is it as amazing as the Chanel commercials? Chanel commercials? Yeah, where they're like, uh, they just get like beautiful uh, actors and actresses. And they're like walking upstairs that lead to nowhere, and then they start like floating into like oh, CGI oh, space, and then it's like the fragrance commercials. Chanel parfume Yeah, yeah, the fragrance commercials, it, and that's like the whole commercial. They don't do anything else. There's, you know, they don't it does have a, a hint of that, but because I kind of like those, dude. I can't fucking stand those it's fucking luxury, commercials. Luxury, they're luxury, so luxury. No, dude. Okay, Hang Chanel on. number five. So fucking stupid. Edward Toilet. Johnny Depp walking through a desert with wolves behind him. Yeah. Playing a fucking, just one yeah. riff on a guitar. Doesn't make me want to buy that Fuck fucking yeah, Chanel. fragrance. No, it doesn't make me want to buy it at all. But I like it. What's that, Todd? Well, you, no, you know what? I think the funny thing, that's the beauty part of those whole things. You guys are missing the entire point. Dudes don't buy their own cologne for the most part unless you are in the game. This, Those commercials are for the ch- ladies. That is... Johnny Depp walking around looking sexy, strumming a crappy chord for ladies to go. <laughs> if my boy, my chunky, slow ass, short boyfriend, husband, whatever. If he, this if sounds he, this if sounds I personal, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I was actually, personally for you, Corey. <laughs> no, I was actually saying, Todd, why are you describing yourself? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like he's had this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. You didn't have to add. I don't. I, I don't think I've ever called you slow, so I don't. You don't have to add that. <laughs> Was, does anybody? Does hopefully the podcast world knows what TT stands for? <laughs> oh, he's the he's the he's fucking slow before slow was slow. <laughs> wow he is for sure 100 percent. it's all love. it's all love though i mean that's what those commercials those commercials are make to, are to make your significant other purchase that shit for you that way when they're freaking next to you they're like johnny depp barney five that's fucking daniel just craziness danielle's outside <laughs> danielle's outside of the studio upstairs right now watching one of those commercials She's like, hmm. <laughs> okay, so, Mr. Depp. If you get yourself some Paco Rabanne, you know what you know what she's envisioning. <laughs> I, I just found out. Did you know he just died, dude? Who? Paco Rabanne died recently. Oh, I was so happy he didn't say Johnny Depp. I'm like, dude, really Who? looking forward to this Beetlejuice 2. Do not fuck it up by telling me Johnny Depp died. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, first, Paco Rabanne. Yeah, who is that, Todd? That dude, that's a name in in cologne and perfume. Paco Rabanne. They, they, they were like the kings of cheap smell goods. My cheap smell good is Stetson, like it's buddy. A, it's that. <laughs> no, no, not uh, Paul Sebastian. Oh, Paul you're, Sebastian. You're the king of, Sorry. of Target slash minor Paul. thirty acre smell goods. Uh, I'm talking about like re, like if you go to a real store uh, and you go like, and you're like, hey, I got like thirty dollars for cologne. You're like, oh, Paco Rabanne. Or polo. Yeah, you shouldn't or be Adidas. You should, Adidas. <laughs> yeah, Corey, if uh if it comes in a, a gift set around the holidays and it's like six hundred and fifty milliliters 
for seventeen ninety nine. That's, that's Paco Rebound. <laughs> it's, it's probably not something you should be putting on. You remember that? I was gonna say. I was gonna say Paco Rebound is usually like in that that fifty to sixty dollar range. That's like I mean, it's it's not something where you're like going, oh, this is just throwaway money. But it's, you're like, this isn't like high end cologne. Yeah, this is the smell of peasants. <laughs> this is the smell of tears and sorrow. It's, it's the smell Six, of the, the sixty dollars. Six, for this. Class. It better be an eyedropper full for sixty dollars. Otherwise, I'm sure it smells like yeah. manure and horse hay. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw it, Mr. Uh, Brett Ingle. I'm telling you, if you if you spend a, a couple dollars more, the things that you hear from people are, is pretty amazing. Yeah, all, all I gotta say. Real, real quick, I have to address <laughs> Mr. Ingle's comment. He uh, he said hello to TD and completely forgot that you and I were here, Who? Nick. Yeah, that's ex- that, I'm, I'm with you on this one, Todd. He Fuck does, him. He doesn't know who we are. <laughs> been on, what, two of the shows with What's us? What's up, Brett? He doesn't remember that. Completely fucked one he up because his, sit- his phone was sitting on the mixer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Brett. Love you too, buddy. I found your commercial. All right, let's 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 do it. Do it up. Tee it up. All right, so this is exactly, exactly. Fix the volume already. I'm going to tell you right now because your volume always sucks every time you try and play a commercial. We don't, there, there doesn't need to be volume for this. Oh, so okay. Can see it. Commercial doesn't need volume. Perfect for an audio podcast. There you go. Is that, well, that right? was the other thing, Tori. The square puts me off a little bit. Yeah, that's a little strange. Experience our most advanced smart toilet yet. New Me 2.0. <laughs> Only. From Dude. Okay. Okay. I saw that shit and I was like, yes. Okay. Well, it all just came full circle. So, Todd, that commercial is fucking ridiculous. Uh, that does not look like a toy that I want to purchase. That looks like a fucking, like, it looks like someone was like, hey, what do you think the new toilet is going to be? They're like, I don't know. It's really, uh, it's really hard for us to kind of visualize this without some kind of uh, visual aid. And he was like, hang on one second. Give me 20 minutes. I got some cardboard in the back. I'm going to build a fucking mock toilet just so we have something to touch in the office so I can show you this demonstration. And that was the mock toilet. And they're like, yeah, you know what? We don't need to do anything else. Let's paint it black and make it porcelain. Like, that looks fantastic. No. The, o- the only reason that Corey is attracted to this commercial is because it shows a toilet out in the middle of the fucking wilderness where he can shit. And <laughs> it wasn't this, what attracted me to the commercial. Oh, okay. So we went up to we went up to my cabin. I'm sure Todd knows this, but there there are some people that might not know. We had um the the like the water plane that that um that drains the water and goes into the septic. Uh it, it's like forty years, fifty years old, something like that. And the tiles for the plane need to be replaced. As a result, it uh, there's not a lot of flow until we get that replaced. It's, you know, 15 grand or something like that. We're going to do it. We just haven't yet. It's been in the past like year or so, year and a half. So I explained this to the guys. It was explained to me by my dad. Like, hey, when you come up, don't think you're going to be taking long, lavish showers, um, you know, at our cabin in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, you may be able to get a couple minutes in the shower, Um you may have flushed the toilet a couple times. You're going to have water, but it's not going to be this luxurious fountains coming out of all the spigots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. So I'm, like, preparing for the worst-case scenario. I'm like, okay, what if it stops? You know, guys weekend. There were four of us going up. We need a way to go to the bathroom. So I got 
ordered on Amazon, um, toilet lid and seat that attaches to a Home Depot bucket. I'm like, that's kind of gross, just shitting in a Home Depot bucket. So I found something to add on to it. I found these biodegradable, like, fucking breakdown within 15 days, all made of natural products, bags, green bags. They're like a biodegradable plastic. So I bought a whole bunch of those, and I'm like, this is in case, you know, shit hits the fan, no pun intended, and we need to uh, <laughs> some somewhere to go, you know. So I bring this up there. We go to bed. Everyone goes to bed. Uh, everything's working fine. I was able to use the bathroom. It flushed just fine. Uh, as, long, as long as you're not, like, back-to-back pooping, like, it's okay. You might have to flush it a couple times. There was, there was not even a floater. There was a sinker in there yeah. when I woke up. That's what led me to be like, oh, someone shit in the toilet and it's not flushing. It may have been Joe. Let me <laughs> let me take this bucket toilet Joe outside. Always gets the blame. Did you try and flush it? Yes, it would not go down. Okay. Anyhow, so uh, this was not good. When I woke up, there was nothing. Yeah, when I, when I woke up, there was nothing there. So uh, apparently this happened in the middle of the night. I think it's justification for Corey doing what he's doing. Um, it's not. Anyhow. Corey decided to take the bucket for a spin and said it was a life-changing experience. Dude, Corey, tell everyone what you did. I pooped outside in the bucket. But where'd you go? You, like, went out. You, you said it was a whole experience. You said it was very, like, religious. You, like, yeah, walked, dude, because walked, the sun was rising. I walked out to, like, yeah. right part like where you could see the field and you could see the pond. No, no, I sat right on the, right on the little cement patio right there. <laughs> But no, it was very early in the morning, and, which I'm, I'm usually not that up early in, in the morning. That up early in the morning. I'm usually not up that early. There you go. Use your words. And so when I was up and the sun was coming up, I'm like, holy fuck, there's, already a, uh, there's a sinker in the, in the toilet. It's not flushing. It's, it's stuck on the bottom or something. Let me just not compile, let me not compile this problem, and I'll take the bucket outside. And I did. It was a very, very nice warm morning. The sun was just coming up, and I took an amazing shit outside. So that alone, you're, you're, you're in the wilderness. Uh, we're on 40 acres. We're 45 minutes from the nearest hospital, nearest city, anything like that. So we're, we're in a sense, we're roughing it. It's not quite a hunting cabin, but um, it's not something that's really been updated too much uh, in the last 30 years. Um, so you can almost get on board with that. You can almost understand. Okay. All right, it was there. You did. You enjoyed yourself. Great. That's that's great. Uh, I didn't have to see it, which was the most important part. Um, he cleaned up after himself. He said it went. Everything went fine because we had uh, what the biodegradable uh, bags, ne- uh, wet towels too, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so then he tells me, tell tell everyone what you did like two months ago. I purchased my own bucket toilet for the garage. So Corey purchased the same roughing it, uh, bullshit, make your own shit anywhere toilet out of a well, Home Depot bucket. Yeah, I had some Home Depot buckets in the garage. For his home. So I bought some bags and I bought the toilet seat lid. For his garage that is a stone's throw from his home Dude, with, so what, with working toilets. So anytime I have to piss, I don't have to go inside and take my boots off. Why are you pissing in a bucket? Why aren't you pissing outside in the grass somewhere? Because then any, anywhere I am in my backyard, my neighbors can see me. So 
to not catch a... I have learned so very much from this conversation. <laughs> it disturbs me. So if I'm anywhere I'm pissing no, outside... No, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? So you're just peeing in your garage in a bucket? With a, with a liner in it, with a bag in it, and take the bag out. Okay. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> that makes it better. Don't, fuck, don't lie to me. Yeah. When was the last time you took a shit in that bucket? I haven't yet. Get the fuck out of here, Corey. No, my father's grave. I haven't yet. Please don't. No, it's only 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 been for number Please one don't. so far. Danielle, Ever. don't open the garage door. I'm pooping. And I don't even know. I don't, I don't understand that either. Get yourself a 40. Uh, get yourself a. I think Old English 800 still makes that 64-ounce jug. I'm sure your wiener will fit just nightly, nicely in the, in the top of that thing. Make that your freaking pee bottle then. You're, you're killing me with this Home Depot bucket and biodegradable bags you're, this is killing me how long are, me. how long are you in the garage hours on end <laughs> what well, it's 10 feet to the house why don't you, you just, just go got pee- married dude I, that's what you do when you're like been married for 20 some years she's not home she's at work <laughs> oh she doesn't allow you in the house when she's not there yeah i have to be outside <laughs> you don't know you stay out here yeah. stay in your garage <laughs> everything everything gets locked up until, she, until she's home did you did you just throw fish sticks on the ground Eat your fish sticks. Stay in the garage. No, this is crazy talk. <laughs> she told me the one day that she's like, "Oh, she's like, I'm just going to tell you to go out the garage." I'm like, "I have a cot out there. I have a bathroom. I have food. I have a cooler with it. I'm like, I'm pretty. I have a bathroom. Pretty Did, much good to go. Does she I have, have a bathroom? Does she have to knock to come in? Yes, <laughs> boys only. You, know, you know what's even scarier about this conversation now? What's that? Today I was giving Mary grief that we have that like we keep too much stuff that we should throw away and today and specifically i was like you know the five gallon home depot buckets that you guys are speaking that that is now Corey's out garage bathroom i'm like we have eight thousand of these things can i please throw some of these fuckers away and now i realize i have eight thousand bathrooms uh, around my yard that i should <laughs> that i should actually get toilet toilets these for rentable toilets exactly <laughs> yeah you can take them around to festivals and events and charge a dude i'm fi- right next to a mountain pass i'll just i'll hand them to the here here's your toilet for the the hike if you want to stop <laughs> 15 minutes up stop at your leisure here's free portable toilets people that's what I'm, that's what i'm gonna do tomorrow I, tomorrow I, i'm gonna go and buy this buy the, the toppers and just start freaking handing them out at the bottom of the mountain i thought sure as hell that uh you were gonna say uh too many old things laying around the house that we to get rid of like look at all this dusty uh these dusty piles of money this has been sitting here way too long. We get rid of this. Take it to the bank. Get some new stuff. <laughs> Can't have these $100 bills laying around. Right. I, I, I'm hoping that Mary's not listening because I don't know if she knows we're live, but she's a closet hoarder. <laughs> and we have like 8,000 of everything. <laughs> There's no way she's listening. She's so angry that uh, Corey took up all her, her man's time. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. Exactly. Her Todd time. She's furiously cross-stitching in the bedroom right now. It was my fault. I take responsibility. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
right, now it's time for TT's Gotta love it when Bob's not around. <laughs> TT's TikTok. We got to get to the good part, and unfortunately, that that means you're gonna have to wait a second. So, Corey, uh, take it away, buddy. All right. Uh, so he, these are just three I had on my computer from a long time ago. I didn't have my phone because we needed it tonight as a camera. So, Todd, I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. If you, if you like him, you like him. If you don't, you can go fuck yourself. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So this first one here, uh, another uh, augmented reality gaming uh, experience gone very bad. And uh, you'll see how it plays out. Oh, hang on, hang on. Just kidding. Different video. This guy is insanely drunk and decides to uh, act on something that he probably shouldn't do. I apologize. So let's go back on this real quick. He's for at first about to pick up a stool and hit one of his buddies. Tries to lift him up, gets out of his way, and then jumps right through the window. I I I could not get back fast enough. What the fuck just happened? Here you go. I'll I'll play it again for you. And you know, exactly what the lady said in the background. Listen to the lady. <laughs> Have, <laughs> Nick, have you ever been that drunk? Never. You, <laughs> Todd, <laughs> Todd, what about you, buddy? I love it. I love it. I love that one. Hope, a plus. Hope he lacerated his throat and bled out. <laughs> dude, he looked. He looked fine when he stood up. Uh, dude, there was a fucking exactly four like, inch shard of glass in the back of his neck. It was all that alcohol keeping him going. Mm hmm. <laughs> He definitely woke up in the hospital. <laughs> I love it. All right. So this next one, uh, this is a young man that's coming out of anesthesia after some sort of operation. And uh, you'll hear in the background, the nurse comes in and starts asking him questions. And uh, I don't think he really knows what's going on. It's not done yet. It's but not done yet? No. They what? just got the first stage started. No way. Yeah. Dad. What? I love you. I love you too. Can you see me? Yep. Can I see you? Nope. Why? Because you need to rest. I know I need to rest. I need to put my hands down and my head back and take a nap. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. All right. Well, I can hear. Good night. Good night. Love you. I love you too. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Here's when the nurse comes in. Hey, bud. How's it going? Why are you having a good time? Oh, I'm having a good time, all right. You are? Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna... <laughs> hey, quit. I know, I'm so... quit. Tell her you're sorry. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just wanted to see some tits. I mean, <laughs> he can't even see the nurse that came no, in. He He's staring up at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I am now terrified because when I, uh, I I had a procedure a couple of years ago and uh, I was out for it and I remember like when I came back the, I got a call like two days later and like, or the next day and they're like Mr. Dillon how are you doing today and I'm like I'm doing great uh, 
any issues since the procedure? No, not at all. And well, did, did you have any questions about what the doctor discussed? And I'm going, <laughs> I don't you, know what the uh, doctor discussed. And I go, and, I, and so I said, I go, well, I do now. And she says, well, what can, can I, like, maybe I can help you. I go, yeah. I go, I spoke to the doctor after <laughs> she's like, you did. She like gave you the whole, and I'm like, I don't even remember who the doctor, who was the doctor. And like, literally I had like no memory of it. She's like, well, they told, they told your wife you're all set, but no lot that now I'm mortified that it, they, when that, like, like when I really woke up, they're like, Hey, how you feeling, Todd? Let me see your tits. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a guy too, which was even weirder. <laughs> For all you, you know, your wiener. For, for all you know, you got to see some tits in your very high state. For a wiener. <laughs> now was was this the was this the uh, the penile reduction surgery? Yeah, you know, you know, you got to take a couple inches off every now and again. <laughs> I had to take I had to take eight full inches off just to get it down to eight. Burp. <laughs> all, right, all right, guys. Oh, all right, shot. Yep, little shot, and we'll go back to your TikToks here. Todd, shot time. Reach into those Legos, hang buddy. On. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You think he'd see the writing on the wall? But he doesn't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> and I'm not putting my Balcones, I'm not putting my Balcones Texas bourbon in the cooler. Uh, all I heard was uh, putting in your Beltones. So. All right, old man. Balcones <laughs> Texas bourbon. Cheers, Boomer. Here's to Alexander Graham okay. Bell. Oh, oh there's, there's fireball goes down real smooth. Mm. Oh, I'm not a boomer, bitch. No, <laughs> close enough. Yeah, right. I think you were like Gen. I'm a Gen Z mofo. I think you were Gen A. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, this last one's specifically Gen for you, TV. buddy. This one's all for yeah, you. Hey, you're two for two right now. I I have a feeling this one's not going to hit, but we'll see. <laughs> Look at and remember a card in the middle of the deck. Got it? I'm going to try and catch it. <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> he does a magic trick. Oh, shit. I don't know. I can't stop. Gonna, but it's not it, magic. Yeah, we're going to have to get It's going. not even a trick. Look at it's and just remember a card in the middle of the deck. <laughs> Got it? I'm going to try and catch it. Just think how long he was he was fucking baking that one. I, I thought it was pretty funny. He's like, hold on, hold on. Okay, now I'm ready. That's good let's, timing. Let's go out and do that video. That's very good timing. Hey, hey, hey TT. Yes, sir. How, how, many, how many likes did he get for that? To be honest with you, I don't even know. I saw it and I laughed my ass off and I saved it. That was actually not even a TikTok. Well, that was. I'm, like, I, I'm just gonna. Well, I was gonna say I'm just gonna do it tonight. I'll just do that tonight. Then I'll get whatever. Todd, it was same amount of silly ass. That's that's one of Corey's friends from online. <laughs> yes. He just sent him that video. <laughs> My very good friends. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna do it tonight. See I'm, if I can get four people to chuckle at it. I'm glad at least two of them. <laughs> four people. <laughs> I got two out of Todd's. So that, that's. I'll take that. Ten, tens and tens of people. <laughs> And still more than what listen to our show. <laughs> Todd's TikTok is really blowing up. All 15 people. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Brett Engel's on. And Kevin. Oh, yeah, that was like an hour ago. Uh, 
Todd, you got uh, you got some, uh, <laughs> got, you got some sports, right? I got a sport. Yeah, yeah. Are you again? How come no intro music? Is that is that one banned too? I'm asking you because apparently I got to ask tonight because not everyone's prepared. So I switched the screen over. Right. I'm heading in that direction. The twenty. He's going for forty. And it's ninety seconds sports. 90 Second Sports is brought to you by Folgers Coffee Crystals. You don't always have to brew a cup. What? You shouldn't even drink one. <laughs> Folgers still around? Where's the, where's the, where's the timer at? I'm going to get you here, buddy. Hang on. Corey's got it since, uh, since we All broke. Right. We got Todd up on the screen, and go. All right. So I'm not going to drag this out, but everybody knows there's a ton of shit going on right now in the world of sport. A ton. We got Skajoring just wrapping up its final season here uh, in Washington State because the snow is going to start melting in the next couple weeks. But we got the March Madness mayhem going on. We have the Division II men's national championship was decided today. And Nova Southeastern or Southeast University uh, won and set a record for the most points scored in a single game. But what do I want to talk to you about today? I want to talk to you about a ton of other things going on in sport. Two weeks ago, I wanted to talk about Rory McIlroy saying, hey, golf fans want to see harder golf courses. They don't want to see more birdies. They want to see more bogeys. They want to see people struggle and play pedestrian-type golf like, like normal people. And so you know what they did? They turned up the, the amplitude on the course at the TPC and Sawgrass. Rory McIlroy got pummeled. And I was going to tell you about the guy who finished in dead last, who actually made the cut. But today, today, I want to talk to you, talk to you about one of the pure sports in college sport, college hockey. Today in college hockey, Penn State handed Michigan Tech a King Kamehameha ass whooping. Eight nothing. Eight nothing. These guys handed out. <laughs> the largest NCAA. I'm sorry, I, Todd. I think we're out of time. Um, that noise indicates that the this is crap. I never get to. The, I never get to go and talk about the meat of the story. I think that's on you, buddy. Anyways, what are you talking <laughs> about? There's so much going on in sport. Well, I, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It was thankfully Alabama. It was got <laughs> ousted from the NCAA tournament. Thank goodness. It was hard for me to Thank hit that. Goodness. It was very San hard for Diego me to hit that State, button. Go Aztecs. Was very, go Aztecs. Very they hard for me to hit that Alabama button. Alabama in the NCAA tournament. If you're interested. Thank goodness that team is out of the tournament. If you're interested in the rest of the story, uh, listen to next week's installment <laughs> of 90 Second Sports. Yeah, I got very excited when you started talking Thank about you. hockey, so it was hard to hit, hit that button, but 90 Second Sports is 90 Second Sports. All right. This is crap. When Bob's around and Nick's, Nick's away, it goes like, 200 seconds oh yeah yeah it goes for a really long time <laughs> well you know how to pick your audience Todd thank you all right so for this uh this podcast and uh installment of Nick's existential question uh we're gonna touch on a couple things we actually have two questions this this episode Ooh, there you go this episode it's uh yeah. episode i mean because it's it's really not a weekly thing so 
Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do two this time uh, if we have enough time. So first question is if you had an unlimited amount of money, you could pick one room of your house to completely revamp. What room are you gonna pick, and what are you gonna do? Clarifying question. Yes, can, Todd. Can it be the garage? I suppose. There's my answer. The garage. Oh yeah, okay. That's not a full answer, but what would I do to it? Ian, clarifying question. Yeah. Did you know who beat Alabama today in the NCAA tournament? You can you can mute him. I was going to say, Todd, my finger is (laughs) really wanting to to head towards the mixer. I'm pretty lazy about it tonight. You can answer Corey's crappy garage question. I'll be ready. I'll be quiet. (laughs) Oh, as opposed to all your brilliant clarifying (laughs) questions. Yes. Yes, Todd. Beat him to the punch this time. Exactly. <laughs> like, if someone already has already clarified the question, what am I going to ask? Exactly. People are stealing my shtick. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah you're, you're fucking stealing material, Corey. Oh, well, sorry. All um, right, so it sounds like Corey already has his. Yeah, dude, full reba- revamp at the garage. Okay, what is that going to include? Was that oh. entail? Yes. Oh, brand new leveled out foundation, brand new slab of concrete with some amazing epoxy over it. Mm-hmm. That like garage quality. Amazing epoxy. Like when you walk into a sales floor of a dealership. No, hold on. Keep going with the garage quality. I want to know. We went from like, garage quality to dealership. To like, like like a garage in a dealership, like an actual like a, a full on like a Toyota dealership or a Rolls Royce. Like we we walk in and they there's have the shiny painted floors and everything smells like new cars and there's new cars yeah. everywhere. There's no oil anywhere. No, just that, and you feel it stick to your shoes. That yeah, yep. All yeah. that epoxy all over the ground. Why, Corey? But the second you spill something on that, you're gonna fucking go. Dude, there's a bookstore on Eight no. Mile that's, that Dude. has the same damn epoxy. <laughs> They're smart. <laughs> No, that's it's meant to spill stuff on. You get a drain right in the center of the floor at a very, very slight slant down to that drain. No, I'm talking about the fact that it's going to be slippery. But I think on some of the better ones, you can add, they throw sand into the paint while they throw it down, so there's some traction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, an I've never gone into a dealership where I thought I was going to slip all over the place. I feel like I'm stuck to the floor. Yeah, but they don't. Okay, but Have you ever been to a Rolls Royce dealership? Uh, slide around like motherfucker. Yeah, one time I got kicked out pretty quick though. But but yeah, a dealership, they're not gonna have like this is your home. This is you're you're probably gonna spill something. You're probably gonna drop something. I mean, you almost set your garage on fire a couple weeks ago, so you almost died. Yeah, if I so, would have had the epoxy for it, it actually probably would have been easier to I'd, take care of that issue. How would that have helped? Actually, no, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have had if I had the epoxy for it never would have happened because the auger of the snowblower wouldn't wouldn't have sparked on the cement and it wouldn't have caused the fire no no because epoxy doesn't spark so you just would have passed out from all the noxious fumes there was no fear i wasn't running in there yeah but you were spilling gasoline all over the floor yeah i mean not a a whole gallon of it in a closed garage yeah at least that once i started smelling the fumes though i could have at least opened the door and not had to worry about taking care of a fire with a heater going the heat again. I have a new segment. No, you don't, Todd. Anyway, Corey, Corey, have you ever heard of something called teaching TT science? You ever you ever heard of something? <laughs> you ever heard of something called flashover? Yeah, I I know exactly what flashover is, but this was nowhere near any flashover point. 
Right, but but so flashover for people that don't know are when uh, you know the the gases in the room and the temperature in the room reach a certain point. The flame has to hit a certain point and a certain temperature, and the oxygen all gets sucked out of the room at once. And that's flashover. And, and, the, and the the whole entire ceiling gets the entire ign- room well. ignited. Yeah. Bas- basically, the the oxygen in the room yeah, turns. This into was nowhere near the flames. ceiling. No, I get I get that, but there's a f- there's a high fucking flash point for fumes from gasoline because it is so refined specifically to yeah, to cut I, to combust. I get to, that. To, and and again, we're talking about a, a minuscule, not even this 20 ounce bottle of Jones. Not even that amount of fuel. Just I, I understand. Maybe a, 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 a clo- cup. You're in a closed sealed garage with a heater going with gas fumes. You don't think that that's a little dangerous? No, not dude. Again, because I dream garage, Nick. You let him live where he wants to live. <laughs> yeah. For for those that don't know, uh, he said he uh, it sparked on the floor, and the snowblower that he was working on in the closed garage with the propane heater going ignited. Well, because because the flames started going over towards the two, heater, because that's where the gas two was open headed. Open flame candles as well, probably yeah, ignited. And his biggest fear was, oh my god. It's going to blow up the propane tank. No, I wasn't worried about the propane tank. I was worried about the, the fire actually getting into, like, underneath the gas cap or melting the gas cap of the snowblower, and then that entire tank of gas leaking out. So he told he told me but that. what about your leopard skin couch? Oh, that's got so much semen covering it. it that's mm. It's fireproof. So so he, he, he told me that. I said, so why didn't you, at the time, there was snow on the ground. I said, well, couldn't you just throw the snowblower into the snow to, like, put it out? <laughs> and this is when he told me that the garage door was closed. Hey, it was fucking freezing cold out. I'm he, not gonna... he had to hit the button holding a flaming snowblower while the garage was, like, like going up very yeah, slowly. I was, I was very worried at that point. <laughs> I was very worried. Uh, okay. But we got to figure it out, and I'm still here. Okay, so aside, we, we know you've got wonderful, wonderful epoxy floor. What else is going on in the garage? Oh, dude, I, I don't know. I'd probably do like uh, that sweet paneling that you see at like gun shops on the wall to put like peg hooks and all that in to be able to organize all your stuff on the walls. Definitely, definitely need some more. Uh, you know, I was just looking. Rafter space. With my 3D printer, there are snap in place honeycomb paneling with any attachment that you can think of for any tool that you can print in any color so it's giant pieces of honeycomb that all go across your garage and they make these containers that like snap inside one for a power drill one for you know wrench and it just it it looks really fucking cool it would take a long time to print, print all, all that, that fucking shit, but it looks really fucking cool. Is that so? So, like, basically, with the Ryobi thing that I have to hang the, the power tools on, you're talking about kind of like making something like that? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's all printable. So, okay. So, you'd have the organized wall and the epoxy floor. Is that it? That's extra rafter space. Be able to put the casket and all the Halloween shit up there. You don't want to elaborate on that for people that are listening? Oh, I own a casket. Okay. <laughs> no, so my dad was a huge Halloween uh, f- fanatic and and had a four real caskets. Um, since he's passed, we haven't really touched any of his Halloween stuff. And this year, uh, I was finally able to get my hands on one of the 
caskets that he had and owned one of the real ones. And uh, I started my own Halloween display. So I have that in the garage right now. It's on a, it's own little stand I built for it. Um, but yeah, you walk in the garage, you can definitely see there's a casket in there, which yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't mind by any means. Danielle's fine with it, but not that I'm ever going to have a ton of company over in the garage, but yeah, one day it would be nice to be able to tuck that up in the rafters during the off season. <laughs> okay. So pretty simple. Todd, you have any idea of yours or I can go first? No, I, I have an idea. And this is actually really kind of sad because I, w- I wish it was like multiple rooms. But as a person who loves to cook, and I think this will resonate with you, Nick, I think uh, the kitchen would be, even even though I really like, the, the kitchen is what sold me on the house we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if money's no object, I'm talking about upgrading my kitchen and getting myself a Viking uh, induction Tuscany uh, gas range, uh, eight burners, uh, the two and the, the two two stoves, uh, all in one thing with a really really nice uh, hood and you know farmer sinks, uh, stainless steel, uh, you know some sort of exotic uh, stone for my for my surrounding countertops and my island, uh, and then kind of something deep mahogany for my cabinets, uh, and then. A since since hardwoods haven't treated us so well, a really really nice uh, textured uh, exotic tile with uh, with heated heated with that heated uh, heating elements underneath mm-hmm. uh, to go with my atrium in my kitchen, dude. That would be uh, that would be it. Oh yeah, plus the integrated uh, 80, 85 inch uh, television uh, on the wall, which, which is a necessity for every kitchen. Well, yeah, you got to look at your. Well, it's only fifty inch right now. Oh, so sorry. That would be the eighteenth TV in his home. I feel like that's even a low number. <laughs> so, oh, that's super cool. I can I can envision it right now. Um, mine would be uh, if I'm if I'm trying to be practical. Well, not practical at all. Probably. I would say you have there. Money is no issue. Yeah. Money is no object. Well, I guess I'm looking at it from the aspect of. The basement is the biggest room in the house because it takes up the entire square footage of the house. So that would make the most sense to redo. Uh, the kitchen is, you know, a quarter of the size of the basement, so that wouldn't make any sense. So for me, um, I went to a high school graduation once, and it was a friend of mine and her family. Uh, her dad was like an architect, and her mom was a doctor or something like that. I don't know. But... Um, she had a party at her house, and they had a re- brand new, really nice house. And the only way I could describe their basement, it was a walk-in basement from the outside, stairs going down like a Boston bar. And the basement looked like an Applebee's. Like the, It was just like a full restaurant slash bar in the basement, like fully stocked bar, to the effect that, our buddy Matt, who is known as like our, you know, high school tough guy, who was also friends with her, like had to stand behind the bar and make sure like all the drunk kids didn't fucking steal the good stuff. But it was just like down to like the last detail, like very much you could easily just have people come in as a restaurant and it would be like, wow, this is a, it's a pretty fucking nice restaurant. Not like, oh, this is a really nice basement. Like this is a nice restaurant. It's kind of like Polish Village in a sense. Uh, in the sense that you walk down to it, yeah. yes, yeah, uh huh. Um, so that being said, 
I would love to have that atmosphere. Not necessarily like Applebee's, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Out of all the things you could pick, you want to right. Applebee's in your no, basement? No, But, you know, to be able to. Why not to- Red Lobster? <laughs> there we go. There'd be Cheddar Bay biscuits everywhere. But to be able to walk in from the outside into the basement, have a specific section, you know, for Holy the fuck, Todd. For the stu- for the studio. And uh, you know, male female ba- bathrooms and you know, fucking full bar and you know, ha- have a small little kitchen in the back where you could, you know, with with some fryers and things like that. Just just like a normal bar would have. But just all updated. Your trough style urinals. Yeah, that's, there you go. <clears throat> we were just at Little Caesars Arena right. the other night, and I, I was thinking about Joe Lewis having the old troughs and how much I miss that. I mean, I, I'd be happy with just fucking a urinal. A urinal, right? That, that would be super fucking cool just to have in a house. But like to have the basement like revamped into a bar slash studio, I think would be super fucking sweet. And whose house was this? You know, it's fun. Uh, this this girl that I uh, went to high school with. She do, had a bar. do you remember her nationality? Uh, yes, I think, I think they were Italian. Italian. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know it was, it, it was actually, it was big in the Polish community of, of having a, a basement like that. Cause that's exactly, that's how Polish village was originated. Cause it was their, their mom at her house had a basement exactly like that. And like my, my boosh, my mom's mom, uh, you went down there and it was a whole, like, it was just a, a party atmosphere. There's a whole wet bar. Yeah. Uh, the floor was all tiled to a central drain so at the end of the night you could literally there was a, a hose closet you take the hose out just spray the floor down and it would all go right into that drain dude like most most larger cities um that was the thing back in the day like cheers the bar in, in boston like you walk down yeah. and get into the bar uh the honest lawyer in windsor that we used to go to all the time you walk down to get into the bar was a bar had a bowling alley in it, like two lanes or something like that. But I always thought that was super fucking nice. sweet. The sub, yeah. subterranean bars. Yeah. All right, so hey, I'm, I'm gonna put like this up on the screen hey, real quick. Not for not not for not not for nothing though. I am if we ever renovate our master bath, I'm greenlit for a chest to floor urinal. Yes. Oh, the tall boy. Yeah, boy. You know what I think are really sweet are those ones that are like. That use no water, self self flushing ones or whatever. Everything just it just drains, you know, on its own. You know what's weird? I used to see a lot of those around, and I don't anymore. Really? Yeah. Probably because they're super expensive. Mm, I saw a lot of them around, so people paid the money for them. What do they just take them out? (laughs) I mean, if they they're not smelling like pee, exactly when they're (laughs) when they're not working correctly and backing up every time someone takes a piss. Yeah, you get rid of those bitches every every time I was at a you at a place. Like every time I had a, I was at a place that had one of those, like it was always top of the line. Nothing smelled. Nothing was. I mean, yeah, dude, I, I remember seeing a lot of those, and I I have not seen them in a long time. So I I think that might have been a a good idea. The technology, a bad is just idea. Not, it just, yeah, the technology is just not there for that company yet. Apparently. Oh, excuse me. But Todd sent me this. I'll put it up on the screen here for you guys. Todd, this is the oven and stoves you were referring to? Indeed. Yeah, so I mean, it, very nice. A, a lot of room to cook. Obviously, two ovens side by side. The concerning point to me, Todd, uh, is that number on the right-hand side. For those of you on the audio podcast, uh, 
this basically double oven and side-by-side burners, uh, so eight burners all together, $31,409. Uh, looks like there might be a little bit of After a rebate. Rebates. I would say might, might, might be some rebates on there. Um, Viking makes some good fucking products. Well, I mean, they dude, if they're, if they're charging fucking $31,000 for it. So, Todd, please explain to me what justifies making this $31,000. Dude, did you see that? That is a freestanding restaurant-grade cooking tool. Uh, that is as good as you get on the inside of your house as far as, again, space to cook. Uh, versatility it's also induction so you can actually use any of your metallic pans you can leverage uh, induction technology there's all manner of goodness to this thing and it's seven and a half cubic feet of capacity that's pretty nice now Corey, are you familiar with induction cooking uh it's okay if you're not probably not okay the only thing i'm thinking of is like so my mom has an electric burner yeah rather than a gas burner and that does so like there's no actual fire to it or flame. Okay. But I assume that's probably not induction cooking. So electric um is uh there's um not a filament, but uh there's there's a an element that's inside underneath the glass. A coil. Yeah, that gets really, really hot. All right. Um a flame for like those spider burners, you know, obviously goes off of natural All gas. Right. Induction cooking uses a technology where it infrared sends the heat um, it, into the pan itself. So it will, it's it kind of looks like um, electric an electric. Yeah. yeah. So where the pan will get as hot as you want it to. The stovetop will not. The second you remove it, you can put your hand down. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's great as far as like safety wise but like why why is that a, a better way of cooking i wouldn't say it's a better because way. it's it's very very it's very, it's very very precise it's even more precise than electric uh to to next point too you're not going to have any drift uh because of any external factors i mean ultimately it's, it's the the induction itself is actually making the molecules move fast enough to get to the temperature on but it's very very precise cooking and this is a dual Sensation. There's nothing better than cooking with gas uh, for, again, really, really high-end cooking applications. So, so the fact that this is a dual heating technology, uh, both very and very, very efficient, uh, very, very uh, effective, not, efficient. Yeah. Uh, if, well, effective, but but also efficient. Yeah. Ultimately, like those coils, all the, the energy that it takes to get those coils. Uh, to that is way greater than what induction technology is. Right, and heat through glass, and then through that glass, heat through uh, whatever sort of vessel you're using. So with cooking, like it's, it's all about um, having even temperatures, like not having hot spots, not having a stove that has a fucked up coil, or um, you want to keep the, the burners um, to where you're not getting more heat coming out of one side. You want even cooking. Right. So it's very, very important. Um, to chefs to have some kind of apparatus, some kind of stove, something that works to where you're not having, okay, well, I got to cook on this corner because we got too much flame coming out of this end. That's why you clean everything every night. 
So no, no, and yeah, I, I, I fully get that and understand that point. I mean, that makes plenty of sense. It's not just about like, oh, well, you can put your hand down. No, it. no, no. I mean, I, I get the e- cooking evenly part, and and especially too, like if it's if it's taking a pan and only heating that pan, uh, then I assume it's doing that. It's heating that pan evenly. So yeah, that makes plenty of sense. But at the same you're turnaround, also blending gas and convection technology as well. You get an electric fan. Making sure that even your oven temps are all even from top to bottom. They're the same everywhere in the cooking. This is, again, it's $31,000 because this is state-of-the-art technology leveraging all the most efficient and best ways to prepare foods so, in so, your home. Some, the some, some of the most expensive cookware, which is why you don't see it very often being used commercially, is copper. Why is it copper? Well, because copper um, is able to disperse heat evenly. And Very it, evenly, yeah. it, it makes for a better cook, but copper is expensive. So it's hard to clean. Not a lot of people want to get it. Um, so it's it's higher end. So this, in that sense, so you ask, well, if you have induction and it's so state-of-the-art and it cooks so evenly, why would you want um, why would you want something that is ambidextrous can do gas and, and can do induction as well? Well, so I'm sorry not to cut you off on yeah. that, but I, I want to give my answer to see if I'm correct on, like, if I have cast iron that I'm cooking on, mm-hmm. I'd, wouldn't you rather do that over gas than induction? So induction cooking requires a special pan that has a special metal that's responsive. Oh, oh no, shut the no, fuck it's up. It's not special hey. metal. It just has to be. No, hold on. Okay. It, all right. It only I'm, needs to be magnetic. Right. Well, I mean, that's a special metal. <laughs> uh, well, most things other than aluminum are magnetic. I was going to say. So much, cast so, iron will actually work. It would work, but I I, I don't know. But, you, t- I would, but I would use it over the gas. Yeah, that's like, to me that that's cast iron is meant to have an open flame under it. But, the, but yeah, but, I said, this is dual. This is dual dual energy. Right, right, right. You, but you your, this is a gas range with induction on on it as well. So, so yeah, go ahead. Okay, so with the in, induction, because if it, if that would have been true that you had to buy special material, then. On top of that thirty-one thousand, you're also going to be looking at a set of pans for another five grand. Let's no, say. no, 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 no. I, I, I know, no, but no, no, I, no, no, Todd, Todd, most I know. Of, most of your, most of your, sorry. No, you said as long as they're magnetic, they'll work on induction. So, right. so most of your your household pans would already work on that, pretty much. Correct. It yep. de- depends. Depends. What and you the buy. other beauty thing is, the other beauty thing is, if you want, if you let's say you didn't want cooking something, but you wanted to keep something. You, you, the problem with even like pressure, like not pressure cookers, but like slow cookers, if you wanted to keep something at exactly 80 degrees because that's the perfect temperature for your cheese dip or whatever, 90 degrees, induction is perfect for that because whatever container you put on there, it's not going to overcook. Or it's kind of like the sous vide of cooking tools. So if you wanted cheese to always stay melty but not burn to the bottom of the pan and not get not coagulate, you can set whatever the temper you, temperature you want for perfect cheese, and it will stay exactly there across all of the the surface area of the container you have. All right, that, induction cooking is that's pretty appealing. I, I could I could see it, yeah, especially like you you want to keep a grilled cheese on longer, or whatever you're making to because you got something else to finish. It's not going to burn up, and the cheese isn't going to be all hard and crispy on whatever poured out in the pan. So there's Correct. there's different reasons for different chocolates app- and all those things. Different reasons for different applications. Yep. Todd's Sorry. Todd's talking from his experience. Chances are the pans that Todd has are probably not aluminum. Well, a lot of, yeah, a lot of pans not. are aluminum. 
aluminum is not magnetic. Aluminum is not going to work on induction unless you buy an aluminum. Aluminum and aluminums have been linked to link. Aluminums have been linked to Alzheimer's and other things. So again, just again, the cheaper materials, lighter, and they work good. But they've been linked to different things. So, but again, and you can buy there are there are materials that work on induction that are not expensive. That's the sure. that in my mind is the the really cool thing. But there's also when I said like pans with special metals, there's aluminum pans that have a layer on the bottom that allow them to be induction induction cooking. So, but the reason I, I say like, well, why would I want both? You know, if induction is so fantastic, let's say I have all these uh, pans that work with this stove. They're brand new. Why do I want both? Todd, why would you say you'd want both? Be- because I do like the precision of gas and gas just cooks so much so efficiently and heat so evenly on the way on the rise whereas induction gets me it, again it's the fastest method to a specific temperature that i hold whereas gas it's the and i and, I, and as, as a cook i do love the art of getting things they're very very slow the slow ramp to things right the slow boil and those slow rolls so i think just you have all the versatility in the world in a dual in a dual action stove. And most people don't have that in their homes. I don't have that in my home. I have gas cooktops and I have an induction separate thing that's under the counter that holds one pan at a time to be able to actually have. And by the way, this is the smaller version of the the stove. I really want. This is the six burner. There's an eight burner version that may, may not be on this site. So I'll, I'll tell you right now from someone that actually cooks like, has cooked professionally the reason why you want that you want an open flame you want to have the ability to flambe you want to have the ability and when i say by flambe or let's say i want to uh deglaze a pan so i just cooked a bunch of if you want to butter who's it yeah i'll explain okay so like last night for (laughs) last night for instance i uh caramelized some onions Okay, and I made French dip and an au jus with some beef, and we saw the pictures. Okay, but there's people that didn't. No, anyone that wants to see the pictures after after you caramelize onions, there's a lot of shit stuck to the bottom of the pan. You don't want to get rid of that. You want to incorporate that into your base or your soup or your stock or whatever you're doing. So in order to do that. We throw some alcohol into it. Either you put some brandy, put some white wine, something like that. Tilt the pan onto the flame to where it actually catches. Induction, that, you couldn't do that with. You would not be able to do that with induction. Okay. So when that catches on fire between the alcohol and the flames, it pulls off of that all that all the good stuff off that pan. It easily scrapes off and goes into the liquid. And then you can pour it into and get all that flavor from those onions back into either your stock, your soup, whatever. Or if you wanted to flambe something like cherries or something like cherries jubilee or something like that, like you need a flame. Sure, you could have a lighter next Actually, year still. So I didn't flambe, but I similarly the other thing that this this stove solves is yesterday I made the most fabulous oxtail beef stew. And uh to, and, you, and your deglaze experiment is perfect. So I, I actually seared my uh, oxtails on the bottom at saute with some oil and all that goodness that was stuck to the bottom of my in, my uh, Instapot 
uh, thing. So it was all stuck to my stainless steel thing. Mm-hmm. And to deglaze that, I, I actually didn't use an alcohol because I didn't flambe, but I put in my my stock mixture that I wanted in there that I knew was kind of burned to the bottom of that mm-hmm. with the onions that I'd actually tossed in that oil and degla- that before it was deglazed, uh, kind of charred uh, essence on the bottom and then put that in there. And I was able to do that in my Instapot. And the beauty is I could do, I could have done all the things that I did in my Instapot with on this stove because I had to use my Instapot for the pressure cooking element. And by the way, I can buy, I I already have a real pressure cooker that is magnetic. So I could have actually put that on there and actually done everything in the same vessel in the same space using both gas and easily move from either side to the other. So, and this, this solves, so besides the flambe, like you said, Nick, there's so many, the versatility oh, yeah. uh, of these two kick, cooking methods and the efficiency is amazing. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you another example real quick. Um, if you want to have like um, fire roasted red peppers, easiest way to fucking make fire roasted red peppers which are delicious on a sandwich or in any kind of fucking food that you make is taking red peppers with some tongs, putting them right on a spider burner, cranking up the heat, charring it till the whole thing turns black. Yep. Charring it right there. Take them, fucking throw them into a bowl, put some cellophane over the top of it. By doing that, it, it pressure kind of cooks it and, and it gets under the skin. It allows that skin to lift off and you can just take your hands after it cools down and the skin just rubs off of the peppers, and all the flavor of that char goes into, like, these perfectly roasted red peppers. The meat. Yeah, the meat of it. And that is something you can easily do with fire. But how would you do that with induction? I don't know. So, you know, there's good, there's, I mean, there's a reason why there's both. No, no, and and I I get that. Well, 100%, because actually the way I do my fire roasted peppers now is I put them on my egg, then I bring them back in the house and do the, I have to to take multiple steps. This stove gives me the opportunity to do both in my house, and I can still make smoke as well. But again, a lot lot of, I do a lot of two-stage cooking, especially when I use the eggs. Uh, And, uh, but this stove to me is, again, it's, it's the cat's meow. It has convection, it has induction, and it has gas. It has every element of cooking that you'd want, because electric is the least is the least efficient and the, and the least I attractive. Hate, I hate electric fucking stoves, man. I, I can't Dude, stand them. So okay, because it's, <laughs> when when my parents were finally able to to upgrade the kitchen and, and do what they wanted to and and have stuff redone, that was the one thing my mom wanted was an electric an electric oh. stove, and she's she's had that stove now for quite some time. Yeah. And it's I I'm I that's I just what I, I can't I, stand them. My grandma had one as well. They are a bitch to fucking cook on because it's hard to control temperature. It, first of all, yep. when you crank heat up uh, with fire or induction, you know what you're you're going for, and it's pretty quick. With an electric stove, it's kind of a slow roll, and once something gets too hot and smoking. Try can't take, get it down, yeah. yeah. Try taking heat away from from metal, glass, and elements of metal. So you've got the metal that's heated up to, uh, like, uh, you've got pieces of steel that are heated up to, their, to where they're orange, going through glass, going through a pan, and now you want to turn that down. It doesn't just go off. <laughs> it's still hot. 
you know, well, so it needs to, it, it just, it's not efficient. Well, I don't like spot it. On. You, just, you just touched on the, the superpower of induction. You can go from 350 degrees to 300 degrees right now. The, yep. the temperature setting changes right then. Literally the only thing that takes time for whatever you were cooking to drop down is whatever is the density the of that was. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, so like looking back now too, like on like the very few things that I, I personally cooked on my mom's stove. Um, yeah. Like it was like making pancakes, putting down just like a single pan and like one would come out perfectly, but the next would all be burnt to shit. Mm-hmm. And now I can make them at home on at Danielle and I's house on the uh, gas oven that we have or stovetop that we have. And being able to control that heat, I get like cast iron is not going to cool down as quick as induction by any means. I get that. Yeah. But you still can control that heat a lot more than what you can on an electric stove. The, the whole purpose of cast iron is to hold heat. That's the whole right, I, and I say I, I get, but I yeah. after making that first one, I I know where to turn it down to, to keep just that cast iron at the heat that I want it. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, yeah, looking back on the electric stove with cast iron on top of it, that glass is still going to be heated underneath it well, no matter what. And because I, I was going to say actually, no, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I, this this is a, the lag. I apologize. No, go ahead. Finish your point. Okay, so well, I was going to say one of the other things. I just I just realized with induction. <laughs> sorry, the other thing that's with induction that's really really cool. If you're trying to sear something, yeah. Corey, this is where I love about induction. Let's say you so whatever your perfect sear temperature is, call it three seventy five. If I want to sear something in in a either gas or electric mode, and I put a cold piece of meat on there, I, I lower the temperature of the vessel that I'm cooking it in, and but and then that. Again, drops that back down. Induction, my applied temperature to the what the the pan that I'm cooking in remains as close to constant than either of the other two methods. Right. So yeah. No. Actually, yeah. So if you have eight steaks to cook, you're gonna your three your, whatever your perfect sear temperature is is gonna stay consistent because the pan is just shaking the molecules to get that temperature, and so literally within a second you're back at whatever your prime sear. Whereas Anybody who's ever cooked in a cast iron skillet, put your first set of steaks in there, they're perfect. Second yeah. set of steaks are, are a little bit worse, and so on and so on. Because even cast iron, unless this, the density is so thick that you can get that powered through, you can't, uh, it, it's hard to maintain the temperature. Right. No, that, that makes sense. I, I, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not poo pooing on it by any means. I, if I had an extra 31 fucking thousand dollars laying around, I'd, yeah, I'd probably be into it myself. You don't? I mean, you didn't buy Apple or Amazon. What the fuck, no, Corey? I, I told I, you to buy Amazon. Todd, it was like thirteen dollars a share. Todd, I stole my I sold my stocks early. I I fucked up. One 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 year in, I I sold them. Could have been a billionaire Damn by it. now. Yeah, I know. You live and learn. But hey, good luck to you, man. I I I hope one day you do have that stove. <laughs> All right, boys. When, when he said unlimited funds, I'm like, holy shit, that's my dream. Mary, Mary, we're going to, I think in the next two years, we are going to renovate. And this, this, this is my dream stove, but there's a, there's a bunch of things that are way lower price points. <laughs> you don't say. For, <laughs> no for, way, Todd. No, don't, that's silly talk. I never would have guessed. Stuff that's cheaper. Come on. There's, there can't be anything cheaper than a $31,000 stove. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, boys. That's this week's episode of the Schnozcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if this was your first time, make sure to navigate over to social media, S-C-H-N-O-Z-Z-C-A-S-T, on any social media platform or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Todd, Bob, Corey, and myself, have a good evening. <laughs>